Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Roy Perry uh, from the Orlando Sentinel joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline talking some bucks and magic. Roy, how you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. Hey, you could have let that Billy Idol uh, segment play a little bit longer there before we came back. <laughs> I was quite enjoying that. There you go, an '80s rocker. I'm liking that. I hey, am uh, definitely an '80s rocker. What is this uh, Orlando team coming into this series? It's been a while since an eight seed has upended a top seed. So, give me the lowdown on their, this Orlando Magic team. Last time I remember, if they can shoot from beyond the arc and they start hitting their shots, it's very <laughs> tough to defend. But beyond that, uh, not a whole lot going on. Yeah, well, it really does come down to shot making with this team. As um, you know, before the shutdown came, they were playing really, really well offensively. One of the best teams in the league has started. To, they really have started to click. Uh, you know, come together, especially with the first unit. Um, you know, they they had that great run last year. They went twenty two and nine over the last thirty one games. Got in the playoffs, created a lot of excitement, and the fan base was sort of re energized a little bit. And they had a couple of off-season moves. They brought back uh, Nikola Vucevic and Terrence Ross. They wanted to kind of keep the, the team together a little bit. They made one uh, free agent signing, and Al Farouk Aminu. They felt really good about the players that they had. And this year has been uh, quite the opposite of that. So the one wild card was Markel Fultz in all of this. So they acquired him last season in a trade, gave up virtually nothing to get him. He worked hard. They gave him time to do that. He got back. Um, and, and and really, that it, it took some time for them to build a little bit of continuity with him. But you saw that toward the end of this, before the shutdown, you saw that really start to pay off. And so with him running the point, um, you know, they really were starting to open things up. He can create a lot of space. He gets to the basket. He creates opportunities for his teammates. So that was really a, a big driving point for them. And as you mentioned, when they're hitting their shots, like a lot of teams in the NBA, they, you know, they really, um, they really can make things happen. I mean, the, the, the flip side of it was that defensively they'd been pretty good um, up until that point, and they started to slide. Something that Steve Clifford has been concerned about, he says, you know, look, we've shown that we can play well on offense. We've shown we can play well on defense. We just haven't been able to do both of those things. And, and that's what you're going to have to do to beat Milwaukee. You're going to have to play well at both ends of the floor. Um, just such a small margin for error with this team now with uh, some of the injuries that have that have just taken place too. So I look at this this matchup and you know we know that if the, the Bucks aren't defending well beyond the arc and they haven't done it all season long, they can be beaten. But the question is, can Orlando be hot 
for more than a game. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's the big question. You know, if, if you if you go back and use the regular season games, you know, as a barometer, the Magic did not shoot the ball well from the three point line. Um, so they're definitely going to have to make open shots when they get them. Something that they they did not do during the regular season against Milwaukee. So you know, it, and, you, and you know, Milwaukee is going to hit three pointers. So that's that's just the way that they they've done it all season. There's no reason to think that they won't stay at that at that level again in the playoffs. You know, so if you're getting out scored by 15 points a night from the three point line, you got to find points elsewhere. Well, where are you going to find those points? They don't shoot the ball well from inside the three point line, or as well as they probably should. And you know, Milwaukee's really really stingy. Uh, with not giving up points in the paint. So the Magic are going to have to attack uh, around the, the periphery of, of the paint and make those baskets. And, you know, I think Markel Fultz is going to be uh, someone to watch in this series. Whether or not they can, as you said, generate enough offense over the course of a seven-game series and win four times, uh, really, it, it's really going to be a tall order for this team. Uh, I look at, uh, you know, the way to defend Giannis. Everybody knows that if you pack it in on him, you, you hack him, you get him to the line, he's not a great free-throw shooter, you keep him on the outside, he wants to take three-point shots, you're not going to stop him. You only hope to contain him. Is that is it then to try to defend, say, a guy like Middleton and keep him from killing you or try not to allow Bledsoe, who has struggled since coming back from the COVID and into the bubble? Is it try not to allow him to get hot? Uh, what What else do you attack besides Giannis? Yeah, that's a good question, and and that has those two guys that you mentioned are are, are certainly focal points uh, of what the Magic are going to try to do defensively. I think that it's worth also talking about, and maybe you were you would ask about this, but I'll jump into it real quickly. With you know with Eric Gordon's leg injury, obviously the Magic need him. They need him for a lot of reasons, but they really need him to guard Giannis. Um, you know, I saw a stat that somewhere Giannis was like. 22 of 59 or I don't remember, right, 49 or something when he's being guarded by Gordon this year, which isn't terrible, but, you know, by Giannis's standards, it's not quite up there. Now that that's just a, a statistic that doesn't take into account, you know, where he takes the shots from if there were, you know, I, it's just, it's just a number, but it's interesting that there's sort of that, you know, that perception that Gordon plays him well. And I think that he does, and he certainly has gotten a lot stronger uh, during the break. So it's a different kind of Aaron Gordon, so he'll be able, to, I think, to physically match up with Giannis. But if his leg isn't to the point where he's able to be 100%, then that is really detrimental to, to the Magic because Giannis is a handful when you throw your best defender at him. So now if you have to play somebody who's a little smaller, uh, like a Gary Clark, maybe James Ennis, maybe they you know, have to put somebody like that on him, You know that, that, really, just, that really helps the Bucks immensely. So the problem – the problem with trying to defend the Bucks, as you well know, is that you know you can pack it in against Giannis, but if he's able to get into the lane, or they just take the ball out of his hands a little bit, they've got other guys. Bledsoe can get into the lane. He's you know, he's a very good penetrator. He's so strong. He gets to the basket. If, you know, if Giannis gets going and and he's great, he's a great passer. He's great at finding those guys on the perimeter. So. You know, and he, you'll see Brooke Lopez maybe slip in there a little bit and, uh, you know, play a little bit more on the high pick and roll. They can always do that. So, I, you know, I think that it's just such a difficult – they're just such a difficult team to defend um, that you have to obviously em- put some emphasis on probably those three guys specifically. But then you also have to be very aware of, you know, of the other guys on the floor because they just bring so much shooting at, at one time. 
Talking with Roy Perry of the Orlando Sentinel, uh, joining us uh, on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Now, one of the guys, Wesley Matthews, really has been the guy defensively that has drawn some of the tougher uh, de- defending, defending positions, whether it's LeBron or whether it's James Harden or whomever. So a guy that can get hot, a guy like, say, Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross can really shoot the lights out if he turns it on. Fournier turns it on. So tell me, where would you put Wesley Matthews if, indeed, they're going to try to defend and stop the three and really kind of, you know, stem the tide of the of the Orlando Magic. Yeah, well, if, you know, obviously, you know, Matthews is in the starting rotation. He's probably going to lock up with Fournier most of the time. And I know that, that you know, Mike Budenholzer uses his rotations a little differently. I'm not sure how he'll do that in the playoffs. Um, but, you know, a lot of times the their starters are mixed in with the second unit, so they're facing the other team's second unit. So there certainly may be some opportunities for Matthews to play against Ross. Um, in fact, I was watching some some highlights from some of their games earlier this year, and in, and in fact, you know, you saw you saw Matthews uh, guarding Fournier. You saw him on on uh, Ross a couple times. Um, also, you know, saw DiVincenzo guarding Ross, and and you know, really was doing a, re- a really good job. Terrence just has an ability when he's when he's really locked in to make and take take and make tough shots. I mean, it's the, obviously. You know, these guys are in the NBA for a reason. They're the best at what they do. But he's really skilled at uh, at knocking down shots when he's being defended closely. So um, it was one of the things they did well last year. Um, he's doing it about to the same level that he did this uh, last year, this year. You know, so – but I, I think that obviously – those two guys are, are, are the key to the three-point game for the Magic. So if Matthews is able to slow them down and run them off the line, um, make them drive the ball, you know, Fournier has gotten better this season about getting to the basket. Um, some of the things that I was saying uh, from the highlights that Ross, I thought, did well was he took those 18, 20-footers inside the three-point line. He would take a couple dribbles and find some space, um, which is important for him. He doesn't need much. Uh, so I think that it's while it's important that they don't give those guys a lot of free looks from the three-point line, I don't think it's necessarily a foregone conclusion that they they'll just shut them down because they're not making threes. So um, you know that certainly that'll that's an important part of the game for the Magic. They're going to have to have those two guys making three-pointers. They and they actually shot the ball fairly well from the three-point line, uh, you know, over the course of the four games. But um, overall, the Magic, you know, they they did not shoot the ball well, particularly. You know, I think uh, Nikola Vucevic one game. I think he was 0 for 10. I'm trying to remember which game that was. Uh, but you know, when you got one of your your main offensive players taking three or four threes a game on average, he takes 10. So he's not taking other shots that are you know higher percentage, and he's going 0 for 10. You know, that really hurts your offense, and they just can't afford to give many possessions away against Milwaukee. So certainly, shot selection is going to be uh, be important as well. Hey, real quick before I let you go, John Hammond down there. Give me the uh, the lowdown on John. We really liked him and enjoyed him when he was here with the uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Give me the lowdown on John. Well, uh, actually, a funny story is he went to Greenville College. I'm you know I'm sure you all are aware of that, and that's uh, where uh, my best friend from high school, and still a great friend to this day. Uh, he also went to school there at Greenville College. Uh, so you know, it's obviously it's just a small world. Um, but yeah, it's um, you know this is a, he and he and Jeff Weltman, um, you know they've been trying to to create uh, a blueprint for the what they want this franchise to look like, and, and uh, you know, they've, they've done a good job of sticking with that. So you know John's a really good guy to talk with. Uh, you know obviously it's 
it's been a lot different here lately because we, you know, we don't have uh, access to those guys like we might normally. But, um, yeah, just a super nice guy. Just a great guy, no doubt about it. I tell you what, Roy, I appreciate you joining us for a couple of minutes, giving us a lowdown. Uh, hopefully it's an exciting series, and uh, I know we're rooting in two different areas, but uh, hopefully the Bucks uh, overcome and move on. Yeah, it should be. Uh, it's definitely going to be a challenge for the Magic. Um, I, you know, I think maybe real quickly one thing is just not quite sure how this uh, the restart is going to affect teams. So that, that will certainly be inter- interesting to watch, which team can get back into a rhythm quicker and uh, – you know, and get moving in the right direction. Nope. No, I completely agree with you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it as always. Okay. Thanks, Roy. You got it. Thanks for having me on. Talk to you soon. There you go. Orlando Sentinel writer Roy Perry. You can find him at OS Orlando Sentinel Roy Perry, P-A-R-R-Y on Twitter. OS Roy Perry over there on Twitter. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80 plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE to go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.